welcome back to another episode of Living Louder, a podcast all about embracing our imperfections and taking a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. It's me, Chauncey Renee. I'm so grateful that you are here with me once again, yet another Thursday to live our best lives. We out here, y'all. I feel like for the past like a couple of episodes over the last few months. I've been like, it's summertime because the sun was out and it was shining and people were peopling. Um, But it's literally summer now. I can finally say that, but I do feel like it's lost a little bit of its glitz just because I have been claiming summer for like three months now. But for the whole world, it is a f- officially summer I'm so excited. I hope that y'all are getting out there, having a lot of fun and just like having summer plans. It's kind of crazy now um, looking online for like plane flights or vacation spots. It's just feels so odd to be doing that, but also feels really, really good to hear where other people are going, what other people are doing. So I truly hope that whatever it is, whether it's just a little weekend hangout with your friends, or if it's like a nice family trip that you're doing, I hope that you like have something exciting on the books, you know? Feels really good to be able to look forward to something. So um, we have a solo episode this week. It is just me. I have a couple of little things that have been Uh, that I've been ruminating on that I'm excited to share with you guys. So before we get into that, let's go ahead and do our good news for the week. Hey, 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 let's start it off with some good news. Our good news this week comes to us from Instagram account Black Label, spelled B-L-L-A-K-L-A-B-E-L. And it's about a young man named Dustin Young. He is a Carson, California native. Shout out to Cali. Hey, we haven't had a good news story come out of here in a minute, so that's kind of tight. All right, so Dustin is, he's a single Black male. He has three sisters and he has no kids of his own but one of his sisters was pregnant while he was away at school in Oklahoma and his sister kind of kept updating him on her pregnancy and she mentioned several times that her medical team just wasn't always supportive of her and she just shared with them you know that she had a difficult pregnancy by herself and so Dustin said that when it was in her fifth month, she went to the doctor and found out that the baby's heartbeat had stopped. Unfortunately, his sister did have to have a stillbirth and his sister did get pregnant again. And this time around, Dustin hired a doula for her and he became the doula's assistant. And, um, It's very rare to have male doulas in the field, but he is extremely passionate about this based on his sister's experiences. He says that many people see a male obstetrician. In fact, there are more male obstetricians than there are female, but folks think it's kind of unusual for a male to want to be a doula. But men in birth work is actually a part of history. In terms of African history, there were African midwives, also male midwives, 
and we see that tradition come across the Atlantic. Uh, he also said that a lot of people made fun of him about his decision to become a doula. Um, they started making fun of him, like saying, that's not for us. That's not for dudes. That's not our space. But he said, technically it is, bro. And this is a this is a quote. Technically it is, bro. The pregnancy process is two people. Um, I genuinely love this story for all the obvious reasons, right? He he saw a need with his sister and he decided that he wanted to stand in the gap for her. And he made sure that that pregnancy went well. And because of that, he is now very passionate about his work as a doula. And he's just really opening the doors for a lot of other people like him who may want to get into the field, but may not necessarily see that space as something that is for them. So Dustin Young from Carson, I applaud you. I love this story so much. And I just think he's doing so, so, so much good in the world and in his community too. So as I mentioned earlier, it is me, myself, and I on this podcast episode, and technically it's also my dog Stanley because he will not leave me alone this evening, so he's uh, up here in my arms as I do this podcast episode, so if you hear me gently putting him down, that is because he's over it. Um which will probably happen soon because he was trying to get my attention for a very long time. And so now that he has it, he looks very disinterested. (laughs) I wanted to, well, let's be real. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do this episode because it would make me have to face some things that I have been trying not to face for a little while now. So... One thing that I struggle with is perfectionism and not even necessarily perfectionism because I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm ready to attribute that label to myself, but I do hold myself to a really high standard and even saying that it doesn't feel right. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I have a hard time accepting myself for mistakes that I've made, which I guess maybe is perfectionism or holding yourself to a high standard, whatever. (laughs) Whatever we want to brand this as, I have a very difficult time when it comes to making a mistake and moving on and letting go, even though I know that Kind of technically, there's no such thing as a mistake. Like, I do believe that we are here on planet Earth to learn and to grow and to evolve. And so you there's literally no such thing as evolution if you didn't have a former version of yourself that you wanted to grow out of. Um, But growing out of that and looking back without shame is really, really hard for me. There's things that I've done in my past that, I mean, I never murdered anybody or anything, but I mean, even that's redeemable, right? (laughs) Why would I even say that? I don't know. I think of these, I guess I'm saying that because I think of these little things that I've done in my past that I just didn't know better, but still I can't stop raking myself over the coals for them. 
Um, even, you know, opportunities that I didn't realize were in front of me. And because of my lack of vision for myself or because of my lack of courage or belief in myself that I said no to opportunities or no to things because I never thought that I could ever do them. And now seeing being where I am, having evolved to a place where I do believe in myself a little bit more. When I look back, it's really hard for me to not judge that former version of myself harshly. I've been working through this begrudgingly, to be honest. And when it came time for me to want to talk about something this week, this kind of kept being in the back of my mind and I wasn't sure if I wanted to address it. And then of course I think about what I say every single week that this is a podcast <laughs> all about embracing uh I don't want to get emotional. Um and see even embrace embrace that girl. Uh this is a podcast all about embracing our imperfections. And taking a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life, whatever that leap of faith may be, it's so necessary that you leap after you've embraced your imperfection, after you've embraced a piece of yourself that you no longer identify with or a piece of yourself that is hard for you to accept. (laughs) I'm not sure if you guys can pick that up, but if you pick up little sighs of contentment or anything, that is, that's Stanley who is enjoying his little massage right now. So I know I typically come with like a really, really positive message, but I want to be honest and I want to be able to share where I'm at because it's something that I'm really trying to grow through. I don't want to continuously beat myself up for past versions of myself. A huge thing that I try to remember is that I would never make the same mistakes that I've made before. Like the things that I judge myself so harshly for, whether it was decisions that I made in high school or a friend that I betrayed in college, you know, things that have happened 20 years ago things that have shaped who I am right now, things that have shaped the way that I see the world, the way that I interact with the world, and the way that I interact and empathize with other people, I just would never make those same mistakes that I'm still beating myself up for. And I think that therein lies the whole idea of evolution, of personal growth. Yes, those things that we ruminate on, that we've done, that we're not proud of, they do keep coming up. But it's kind of nice to remind myself that I just know (laughs) that that was a version of myself that I no longer identify with. It's hard because sometimes I feel like people still see me as those mistakes or people still see me as a person who may not have always stood up for herself or a person who may have treated someone very harshly, very meanly. You guys, meanly is not a word, but that I used to have a very sharp tongue. I think I still have one now. I just don't wield it (laughs) as much as I used to, but I used to say some mean things, really, really mean things, things to friends, 
when we were in an argument, however rare that was, or things to kind of, you know, put other people down to help myself feel better about myself. That is one of the reasons why this podcast mission is embracing imperfection and taking a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. Embracing imperfection has been such a key for me um, because it's something that I have struggled with my whole life. Being able to love the parts of me that are incomplete, that are broken, that are ugly. I want to be, you know, the best version of myself that I can be, but there are some times where I think that I hold myself back um, from fully stepping into more because I'm still holding that image of myself and still punishing myself for that image. Um, And as I'm sharing this, I definitely don't mean this to be a diary entry, but I do think that a lot of people can relate to this. And so as I'm sharing my stories, I'm hoping that, you know, you're with me, that you're, you're kind of, um, kind of thinking of that too, if this is something that you struggle with. Um, so at any rate, I would like to share with you what I have been doing to help with that. Um, one thing, okay, things that I have been doing and things that I know have worked for me in the past. So um, one thing that has really helped me is something called mirror work. Um, mirror, I have a hard time saying that word, mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R. You stand in front of a mirror and... um if you I we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast but there's this um this book that I like which is it's a 21 day book it's by a woman named Louise Hay H A Y um I'll put it in the show notes but it just takes you through 21 days where you look in the mirror and you have different mantras that you do it helps me to see myself as who I am today to see myself as someone in the present, but also with a mantra that you're doing every day, it helps me to kind of focus on my potential in a good way. Like like who the highest version of myself is what I want to say. And so if you've never done mirror work, I highly recommend it because it allows you to see yourself in a new light. I'll be honest, I am not a mirror person. Um, I know that might sound weird, but like, Do you know people, I had a roommate once like this, every single mirror, she looked in that, she made sure like she was eyes locked on herself, whether it was like primping her hair, adjusting her clothes, just making sure, yep, still fly. Like this girl, any type of reflective surface, (laughs) she was all about it and she, you know, I don't know whether that's good or bad, but I definitely notice being someone who doesn't look in the mirror a lot. I don't look, you know, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm not always staring into my eyes as I brush my teeth. I'm usually like looking at something else or whatever. I've just noticed I'm not a mirror person. And if you're like me, um, 
that might be because sometimes it's hard to face yourself. Sometimes you don't have that self-esteem that you wish that you had um, or that belief in yourself that you wish that you had. So for me, mirror work, (laughs) now I'm like so self-conscious of how I say mirror. It's really hard. Okay. Mirror work is really great. So uh, definitely try it out and you can find a whole bunch of different exercises online. Um, But what I liked about that 21 day process was that it became a habit for me and I felt like each assignment was very manageable. Each assignment was very doable. So that's something that I, I really highly recommend for guys, girls, everybody. Um, another thing that I like to do is journaling. Y'all know I stand a journal entry. And when I journal, I try to write everything out, everything that I'm feeling. And I try to deep dive the past. So even if I I keep kind of thinking about something that I've done previously in my life, I will write that situation over again. And what I like to do is after I've wrote out what happened, I like to write out why I think that happened and then write what I wish happened. And then afterwards, like a short note to myself. Like, dear Chauncey, you know, if you were in this situation again, you would not make that same decision. You, you would not do the same thing that you did before. Um, I actually, this is a good reminder to myself because I actually started doing this from like my earliest mem- memories all the way up until now of just things that I'm not proud of or whatever. I, I started doing this... Um, maybe two years ago. And so I do kind of feel like I need to pick back up. I'm somewhere, somewhere in junior high school (laughs) in the timeline of when I started, um, where I stopped with this exercise. Um, but what happens for me is it allows me to kind of see it all played out. What happened, why it happened, why I think it happened, um, what I wish happened. And then a very kind note to myself. Uh, very loving and from the highest version of myself uh, to help me to be at ease with things from the past. So I hope that one or two of those things might be able to be implemented in your life if you are like me. I feel like if you made it this far, you can relate. So <laughs> I don't feel like I'm I'm alone. Hopefully I'm not alone. I don't think I've had this conversation with anyone before. So um, your feedback would be actually greatly appreciated if you could relate. I mean, if you couldn't relate, please keep that to yourself because this was a hard episode to record. But <laughs> if you do relate, let me know. That would help me. I mean, I guess I could be alone in this if I if I really needed to. This is my honest truth. So let's go into our call to action. It's a call to action. Action. Our call to action is a time for us to put into practice what we have heard from the episode. And so um, I wanted to share with y'all a 
article that I found from claritycounselingwellness.com. It was, um, it was the one that I feel like was the most succinct and the most helpful. It's an article from September 19th, uh, 2019, and it is titled Forgiving Yourself When You've Messed Up Like Big Time. And it is by someone named Verena Cordell, who is a licensed professional counselor. So I would love for you guys to listen to these four steps that she puts in her article and see if there is one that maybe you can implement moving forward. So this, the first step is to acknowledge that you are human. I love this step because, duh, we're human beings. Like, you know, like I said at the beginning, We are here to evolve and grow. That's kind of the point. And so we have to have things to evolve from. So accepting that we are human, that we are going to mess up. And that's kind of the whole point. It's kind of the point to mess up and then to grow. Um, While it's not always easy to know that some of the mess ups that we have have incorporated other people, I do feel like that is one of the biggest ways that we grow. There's mistakes that we make individually, but those mistakes that involve others, those can be the ones that we really have a tough time with. So don't forget that you're a human being and that messing up is part of this whole life thing. We're going to get it wrong. Step two is do damage control if you can. Of course, if there's somebody that you owe an apology to, say you're sorry. I feel like so much time can go by and you wonder like, well, should I say sorry? Should I not say sorry? Should I interrupt their lives? But it's just like, if you owe someone an apology, then apologize. It is that simple. It is that simple. Of course, if it's going to harm that person or if it's going to, you know, come on, you you guys are smart. You have common sense. I don't need to say all that. But apologize if you can. And if you can't, let's say this person has passed away or it's not in either of your best interests to apologize. Y'all know I love an energetic apology, which is you closing your eyes, you lighting a candle, you doing whatever you got to do, but getting in that energetic space where you know that the words that you are saying can energetically reverberate and go all the way out to that person. Um, Make that happen and be as sincere as possible whether it's you saying it out loud or you writing it down. Do that energetic apology if you can. Step number three is to put in some work. You want to make sure that, of course, you're not making those same mistakes over again. So I think by doing some soul research, (laughs) yeah, definitely some soul research. I was going to say, I meant to say soul searching, but it is kind of research. You kind of want to dig into your past Why were some of those decisions made and be able to come up with some answers for yourself that kind of make yourself feel better in a sense of like, all right, I know myself. I know why I did what I did. And I know now that I won't ever make that mistake again. Or I know that I need to work on this wound that I have so that it doesn't continue happening. And then step four, of course, is to move forward. We have to, we have to move on. And I'm speaking to myself in this as well. Like anytime we're holding ourselves hostage to the past, it 
does no one a service. It it services absolutely no one. It it's useless. Holding on to that pain is absolutely useless. So by us making a plan to move forward and to step into how we want to interact in those situations in the future, that is what we want to be focusing on instead of the past. And when it comes to moving forward, that doesn't mean that we forget what happened or we just erase what what went down in our minds, but we reframe it, right? So instead of saying, oh, I'm so stupid, I was such a bad friend, even though that might be an automatic thing that you can say, you can override that by saying, no, I wasn't stupid, I, I wasn't a bad friend, I was really whatever, I was really lonely and I made decisions based out of that loneliness that affected this other person. I think having a deeper understanding of yourself and where you came from, kind of like in that step three, doing our soul research, um, but we're now putting it into action where we're constantly reminding ourselves when these memories come up that I'm moving forward, I know what I did was wrong and I'm choosing to now step into who I wanna be so that I don't do those things anymore. Uh, The truth is, I think if we are the type of people that ruminate over (laughs) mistakes, it just means that we wish we did better. So at the core of it, we do want to be good. We do want to put goodness out into the world. Um, But living in the past is misguided and it's not serving us at all. So I hope that this episode has been helpful and been hopeful that we don't have to stay where we once were. We can move forward. We've got some tools in our tool belt to help us to just keep pushing forward. So this has been our episode of Living Louder with me and Stanley. I'm not sure if you guys can hear him rustling around, but he probably knew this was a a hard episode for me. So he's been snuggling me the whole time, which is a first. Um, But I am enjoying it. So um, (laughs) thank you guys for hanging out with me this week. We're here every Thursday. If you would like to tell me about you moving on or anything that pertains to anything in this episode, feel free to drop me a voicemail, 3344-LOUDER. That's also a text line as well. So if you want to text me about the episode, you can do that at 3344-LOUDER. You can visit me on my website, chaunceyrenee.com slash contact if you would like to contact me or donate to the podcast. We are also on Instagram at Living Louder Podcast. We have a lot of fun over there. So come join us. All right. Until next time, you know I love you. And I love me too. <laughs>